Hello, and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart, and in this episode of my podcast, I'm once again going to talk about myself, because what's a podcast if you're not talking about yourself? So, let's see. Um... This past, this whole year, I've been listening to, or, um, yeah, listening to, I don't know what else I was going to fucking say, uh, self-help books and podcasts, um, throughout this year, and I'm always, I've, I've always been a person that's been interested in the self-help. I, I always, I'm always trying to improve myself somehow. You know, I'm always trying to be a better person. I don't, I don't want to just sit and, and, and be lazy and do fucking nothing. But And, you know, I'm always interested in, in the articles or podcasts and stuff like that where, you know, you hear people motivating you to try to, like, speak out more, be more positive, be happy, stuff like that. And a few months ago, I was thumb-scrolling through Facebook, like you do, And I came across this article from uh, the Facebook page, uh, The Mind Unleashed. And the article title was 30 Traits of an Empath. And in parentheses it says, How to Know if You're an Empath. And I, I found that very interesting. I'm like, I had a gut feeling. That, oh, I want to look at this. Maybe I am. I don't know what the... I didn't know really what the fuck an empath was. So why not look at this article and see the 30 traits. And see how many of the traits I had. You know, but the article was interesting. You know, it's... it's, uh, it's, An empath is... Being an empath is when you're affected by other people's energies and have an innate ability to intuitively feel and perceive others. Yeah, I, I feel like I kind of do that. I, 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 when people tell me they're upset, I feel upset. When people are, are, are scared or something like that, I feel scared. You know, I, I feel other people's feelings. You know, and I or I worry about other people and how they're going to, you know, what, what they're going to do. And I, I worry a lot. I don't know if that's exactly the same thing as being an empath. I think it is because, like, I there are people I know and there are thoughts in my head. And I just, this article was very interesting to me. And, it, you know, it says how, yeah. And it was, I just found it very interesting. And um, 
It talks about how if you're an empath, your life is unconsciously influenced by others' desires, wishes, thoughts, and moods. Exactly. It's, it's, it's being a very sensitive person, but it's also a lot more than that. Um, I'm kind of just scrolling through this article that I read a few years ago, just a few weeks, a few months ago, really. And it, it, it's, it's opened my eyes to a lot of things. And um, it's not something that you learn to do. You either are or you're not. Um, you're always willing to listen to other people's feelings. Like, that's one thing that it says here. That's one thing that I thought was very interesting. Um, oh. They may have few problems talking about their feelings if another cares to listen. Oh, okay. They're highly expressive in all areas of emotional connection and talk openly and at times quite frankly, which is something I do. They also can be the exact opposite, which is kind of me, reclusive and apparently unresponsive at the best of times. I, I've done that. I can do that. I have done that. They, 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 yeah, it's it's just very interesting. And like when I read through these thirty traits of an empath, I, I felt like I did all of them. <laughs> and I just wanna read through the thirty traits of an empath and and just ex give my explanation for if I do that or not. And Maybe someone else hearing this podcast will be influenced by this as well. But, um, yeah, this was a very interesting article, and I just wanted to share it with everybody. And I'm going to go, let me, I'm on the article right now, and I'm just going to scroll down. And if I can get to it. Oh, okay. Um, the first one, knowing. Empaths just know stuff without being told. It's knowing that goes way beyond intuition or gut feelings, even though that is how many would describe the knowing. The more attuned they are, the stronger this gift becomes. It's sort of like I know that certain scenarios are going to happen. Like, I, yeah, it's just right. I, I feel like I have something like I sort of do that. I, 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 I have, you know... If I see that somebody's going to do, you know, something, if, if, if I can sort of see that down the road, it's going to lead to this. Like if I have a friend who's, who I know has had multiple relationships and they're in a new one, I know that relationship will not last. <laughs> I hope that it will. Yeah, for all of my friends, I always hope that they stay in a relationship forever. But I know deep down they probably won't, but I have hope that they will. But it's like there's there are situations where I feel like I just sort of know stuff. And I felt like that one fit me 
in some respect. Um, the second one is definitely me. Being in public places can be overwhelming. I hate being out in public. I, I try to keep to myself out in public. I, I enjoy the fact that when I'm, if I'm out in public, like a shopping mall or something, and it's not crowded, I feel a lot better in uncrowded stores than I do in crowded stores. I don't like to wait in lines or anything like that. Um, it's just like with so many people around, I can sort of feel, get a sense of how they're fucking feeling, and it's just too fucking much for me, and I just don't give a damn about most of their problems, especially when I don't know who the fuck they are in the first place. <clears throat> the third one is feeling others' emotions and taking them on as your own. See, that's exactly leads to number, from number two to number three. It's a huge one for empaths, the article says. The sun, they will feel emotions off those nearby, and with others, they'll feel emotions from a vast distance away, or both. The more depth and like I can see people on TV, even like television characters who are just playing acting, and I feel for them. I just feel emotions from fucking television shows for fuck's sake. Don't so even if I'm at a crowded restaurant or bar or or store or something like that, and it's just like I'm surrounded by so many fucking people, it just annoys the crap out of me, and it's because I'm an empath. And before is watching violence, cruelty, or tragedy on the TV is unbearable. It is. I can't watch horror movies. Um, I don't like seeing people get hurt, um, which is weird because I watch professional wrestling. But still, I, I, I don't like seeing people get brutally attacked. Like I, I don't like seeing even in whatever. You know, I, I have a problem. I with horror movies, it depends on the horror movie, but I, I do feel bad whenever I watch most of these things. If it's like a funny sort of horror movie where they fucking deserve it, like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or shit like that, if, then I have less problems with it. But if it's, more, if it's a horror movie that's not supposed to be funny at all in any respect, like they kind of do nowadays, the more realistic ones, scares the crap out of me. I can't watch the Saw movies. And I won't watch the Saw movies because those movies are just brutal and violent and cruel. And I just can't take it. And, or, or, or anything like that. Yeah, or, or TV or newspapers. I don't want to see, oh, there was another attack. And you see people bloodied and stuff like that. And yeah, I can't, I can't deal with any of that shit. I know when someone's not being honest. I do. I hate fake people. I hate fake people. If, if a friend know, tells me a lies, I can pretty much tell. I know. I just hate fake people. I've talked about this in a podcast before. Before I ever knew the, the whole empath thing. How I hate fake people and it's why. And this is why. Because I am apparently an empath. I'm already on number five. And I'm already five for five. Six, picking up physical symptoms off another. An empath will always, will almost always develop the ailments of another. Cold, oh, this is more of like an, a physical empath. And I, I've looked up, I read this book. I'm listening to this book right now called the, um, what's it called? It's the empath, um, the empath's survival guide by Judith Orloff. And she 
explains the different types of empaths. Like there's a physical empath, so I'm definitely not one of those. Digestive disorders and lower back problems. I get the shits. Diarrhea. Stuff like that. Sometimes my back hurts. I don't know. My back doesn't really... No, like, like my back doesn't really hurt. And Yeah, this has to do with more with like physical pain. And I, I don't think... Yeah. I, I do sort of feel like... Well, it, it, here I'll read it. The solar plexus chakra is based in the center of the abdomen and it's known as the seat of emotions. Okay, then yeah. that would I do have bad feelings in the pit of my gut sometimes, a lot of times, you know, and it talks, this talks about stomach ulcers to irritable bowel syndromes. So yeah, I, I, I definitely have this. Um, I don't know if I have lower back problems. I really don't. Um, anyway, um, that was number seven. So I'm six for seven. <laughs> Let's keep track. Number eight, always looking out for the underdog. Yes, I do kind of root for the underdog in most situations. Yeah, I always root, try to root for the person that most people don't appreciate as much. But yeah, who doesn't root for the underdog? Um, others, number nine is others will want to offload their problems on you, even strangers. Yes. Yes, people tell me their problems a lot. I'm a good listener. Sometimes too good. Even strangers. I think I've even had strangers. Like I'll be at the bar and people will tell me their problems. Because I'll ask them and they'll tell me. And then they'll feel better. And then I'll feel worse. (sighs) Constant fatigue. Empaths often get drained of energy. Either from energy vampires or just taking on too much from others. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Which even sleep will not cure. Yeah, I do feel tired. Even when I wake up, I'm still tired. Let's see. Addictive personality. Alcohol, drugs, sex. Name a few. Yep. I think I do have an addictive personality. Being that I have grandparents who are alcoholics, I definitely have an addictive personality. Number 12. Drawn to healing, holistic therapies, and all other metaphysical. Although many empaths would love to heal others, they can end up turning away from being healers, even though they have a natural ability for it. After they've studied and qualified because they've, they take on too much from the one they are trying to heal, especially if they are unaware of their empathy. Anything of a supernatural nature is of interest to empaths, and they don't surprise to get or get shocked easily. Even the revelation of what many others would consider unthinkable, for example, empaths would have known the world was round when others believed it was flat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I do kind of do this. I um, I don't really get too surprised by um, things, you know? So, yeah, I think, yeah, we're 11 for 12 so far. Creative, from singing, dancing, acting, drawing, or writing, an empath will have a strong creative streak and a vivid imagination. I do have a vivid imagination, and I am a stand-up comedian, so yes. Fourteen, love of nature and animals. Being outdoors in nature is a must for empaths, and pets are an essential part of their life. I used to have a dog. I don't have a dog anymore. 
Um, and but so maybe, but like with the nature, yeah, I do like to do stuff outside. I do like to go for walks outside. I do like to golf, which is outside, basically in a mowed down forest. So that's definitely, that's definitely me. Um, 15, need for solitude. Yes. I need solitude. An empath will go stir crazy if they don't get quiet time. This is even obvious in empathic children. Yes, I need my solitude. I hate being around people for long periods of time. I need my quiet time. I need it. Stay the fuck away from me is what I'm trying to say. Gets bored or distracted easily if not stimulated. Yes, work, school, and home life has to be kept interesting. Yep, that's right. That's me. Definitely me with number 16 gets bored or distracted easily. That's right. 17. Finds it impossible to do things they don't enjoy. Yes. Yes. It feels like they're living a lie by doing so. Definitely me. To force an empath to do something they dislike through guilt or labeling them as idle will only serve in making them unhappy. Correct. That's me. Number 18, strives for the truth. Yes, this becomes more prevalent when an empath discovers his or her gifts and birthright. Anything untruthful feels plain wrong. Yes, that's me. I don't like liars. I want the truth. You know, right. Me, definitely me. I may spend other podcast episodes going on talking about these topics more specifically, but I'm just... Wanting to run through them right now. Number 19. Always looking for the answers and knowledge. Yep, that goes with the same thing. I, 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 I want to know. To have unanswered questions. I hate unanswered questions. Especially with TV shows. It's so frustrating. <sighs> like, I, I need confirmation if I, if I think I know something. I need to find... I need confirmation if I know something. Number 20, likes adventure, freedom, and travel. I love to drive in my car by myself because that gives me solitude, but I also like adventures. Abhors clutter. I hate my messy room, so yes. It makes an empath feel weighed down and blocks the flow of energy. I'm cleaning my room when I get home today. I'm at, a, I'm at the Middlebury Inn recording this podcast episode, by the way, on a Sunday. Loves to daydream. That's me. I daydream. Number 23. Finds routine rules or control imprisoning. Anything that takes away their freedom is debilitating to an empath, even poisoning. Yeah. Yeah, I do hate the rules. I do hate, especially hate the rules when I'm told that that's the way it's always been. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. Or I hate when I'm told that I have to stay at work to finish something. Because I feel imprisoned. Um, number 24 is prone to carry weight without necessarily overeating. The excess weight is a form of protection to stop the negative incoming energies having as much impact. That's one thing I read in that book that I mentioned, the Empath's Survival Guide. But yeah, um, right, that does explain a lot. Like, I don't necessarily overeat, but I do have, like, 
a little excess weight that I need to get rid of. Excellent listeners, number 25. I'm an excellent listener. That's definitely me. I won't talk about myself much unless it's to someone I really trust. I love to learn and know more about others and genuinely care. Yes, I am an excellent listener and people do burden me with their problems. Both of those things. So let's see, number 26, intolerance to narcissism. Although kind and often very tolerant of others, empaths do not like to be around overly egotistical people who put themselves first and refuse to consider another feelings or points of views other than their own. Yes, I hate those people. I hate egotistical, narcissistic pieces of shit. Number 27. We're almost done here. The ability to feel the days of the week. Interesting. An empath will get the Friday feeling if they work Fridays or not. They pick up on how the collective are feeling the first couple of days of a long bank holiday weekend. Easter, for example, can feel to them like the world is smiling, calm and relaxed. Sunday evenings, Mondays and Tuesdays of a work week have a very heavy feeling. Yes, this is me. Oh, I love Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I love the later half of the week because I have a great feeling about it. And then I hate the beginning of the week because it's just so bad. That's why I hate Tuesdays, I think, so much because I've been in such a bad mood those first three days. Because, like, Sunday, Sunday night is the first, you know, we have work the next day. And then Monday we have work. But then Tuesday is that awful it's been going on for three days and it's just sucked the life out of me and I can't fucking carry on anymore. So it's just so fucking frustrating. So yes. Um, number 28 is will not choose to buy antiques vintage. Let's try that again. 28 will not choose to buy antiques, vintage or secondhand. Anything that's been pre-owned carries the energy of the previous owner and empaths will even prefer to have a brand new car or house if they are in the financial situation to do so with no residual energy. Right. I do. I will not buy a used car. And I, that's a good point. I, I would not want to buy a used house. <laughs> but, but I think I would be fine with a used house. It would have to be a really clean house that looked like nobody lived there. Because I wouldn't want to live in a house where I knew, where I had a feeling that somebody else lived there previously. They would have to clean it really well or make it look like no one's lived there before. And have it, I want a new looking house too. I, want it, I don't want an old looking house. You know? Just like I need a new car, I will not buy a used car. Let's see. Number 29. Sense the energy of food. Many empaths don't like to eat meat or poultry because they can feel the vibrations of the animal. I do think about when I eat. I try not to think about. I try not to think about that this, the meat that I'm eating was a living thing. Because if I did, I'd be a vegetarian. But I'm not a vegetarian. I love to eat meat. I just try not to think that this was a living thing. That's why I have a, such a hard. That's why I have such a hard time at lobster bakes, lobster 
lobster dinners, lobster things. Like I'll, I've gone to, you know, lobster bakes before. I think I'm calling them, you know, where they like, you see the live lobsters beforehand. And then you, they dip all the lobsters in the boiling water and kill them. And then we're supposed to eat it. And then like people are tearing apart the lobster. Like, the lobster is still looks the lobster still looks like a lobster. If we ate steak the way that we eat lobster, I would not I would definitely not be a vegetarian. I would definitely be a vegetarian. Let me try that again. If we ate steak or cow like we eat lobster, I'm a vegan. If that's the case. Can you imagine if we fucking did that? That's like, I, I've been to a pig roast before, but I have not ripped the meat directly off the pig. If I had to rip the meat directly off the pig and eat it, I would not. Someone else has, there has to be a transitional thing where, all right, we'll cut the meat off, we'll serve, and then we'll have it served over here, away from the fucking pig, so nobody can see that we actually ripped it off the pig. Because you don't want to rip the goddamn meat off the fucking pig. <sighs> feel like I'm 28 for 29 so far, and I'm reading number 30 right now, and I'm definitely 29 for 30 on these traits. Can appear moody, shy, aloof, disconnected. Yep, that's me. I can appear moody, shy, aloof, and disconnected. Depending on how an empath is feeling will depend on what face they show to the world. They can be prone to mood swings. Yep, that's me. And if they take it on too much negative, will appear quiet and unsociable, even miserable. An empath detests having to pretend to be happy when they're sad. This only adds to their load, makes working in the service industry when it's service with a smile very challenging, and can make them feel like scuttling under a stone. 29 for 30 on the empath list. I don't... Well, you know what? I might actually be number 30 because I'm thinking back to that physical thing. And I do feel like, like if I see someone get hurt, like, especially if it's in like the back area, because I've had back surgery before, I will feel like the pain in my back. Or if I see a thing on like scoliosis, I will feel like down there in, in that area. Right, in that lower back area that, you know, if I see injuries and I'll feel something in my lower abdomen area, like it said, like, what was that list? What was it? I think it was number six. Oh, I went too far. Picking up physical symptoms off another. An empath will almost always develop, you know, no. Colds, eye infections, body aches, and pains. Maybe the body aches. Actually, yeah, I'll have the body. Like, I'll sort of have sympathy. I don't really have sympathy pains. We'll say that we're tw I'm 29 out of 30 on this list. So, yeah, from this Mind Unleashed article, 30 traits of an empath, I'm, I have at least 29 out of 30 of these. You know? So, yeah. I don't know who wrote this article. I'm trying to see who wrote it, but it was just an article from The Mind Unleashed, and I thought it was very interesting. 
And I just wanted to, I thought that was the best way to explain to people that I was an empath, is by, by going through the entire list. Yeah, it was written by Christelle Broderlow, The 30 Traits That You're an Empath. So I explained all 30 traits, and I have 29 out of 30 of them. And that's the bottom line. If you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking. <laughs>